These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A woman was charged with high-range drink driving at Maitland after allegedly cheating an anti-drink driving device. A passerby called police after noticing the woman in her 40s slumped over the wheel by the side of Morpeth Road on Sunday night. Officers arrived a short time later and found the woman in the car with the keys in the ignition and the engine running. Police alleged she blew into an interlock device while sober to start the car and then started drinking behind the wheel. Prison authorities launched investigations after two cells were set on fire at Cessnock Jail. Firefighters were called to the jail just before 5.30 Sunday afternoon. However, prison guards had already managed to extinguish the flames before they could take hold. No one was injured in the blaze. Newcastle Fire Command said there was only superficial damage to the cells. One of Newcastle's favourite sons was named the 2019 New South Wales Australian of the Year. Angelica Hurst reports. Three-time Paralympic gold medalist Kurt Fernley has taken out the coveted award in recognition of his advocacy work for people with disabilities. The 37-year-old father says he's extremely humbled. You never feel comfortable with receiving awards, but you hope you can. Another athlete, 92-year-old Heather Lee, who holds five world records in her age group for race walking, has been named the state's Senior Australian of the Year. The Local Hero Award went to Sophie Smith, who raised millions of dollars for neonatal equipment, while Jared Wheatley has won the State Young Australian Award after developing a new care model for high-needs foster children. On Tuesday, the father of Newcastle Bali Nine member Renee Lawrence said his daughter just wants to come home and get on with her life. 41-year-old Lawrence looks set to be released from a Balinese jail next week after spending more than 12 years behind bars for her part in attempting to import 2.7 kilograms of heroin into Australia in 2005. She was initially handed a life sentence, but it was reduced to 20 years. It's likely Lawrence will be deported back to Australia within 24 hours of her release. The Newcastle Road speed limit reduction and windfall of fines issued went to Parliament on Wednesday as Wallsend MP Sonia Hornery moved a notice of motion calling for a debate on the issue. Last week it was revealed more than $1 million in fines have been issued since the 10-kilometre speed reduction was introduced in March. The MP has been calling on the Roads and Maritime Service and Minister Melinda Pavey to release the report that warranted the reduction. They told me that the reason they've made that reduction is that the crash statistics are too high. And so I said to them, well, tell me at what speed people are crashing so that then I'm convinced that that speed limit reduction should have occurred. Beachgoers between Redhead and Blacksmiths were left on high alert this week with recent shark sightings in the area. Lake Macquarie Council conducted drone search sweeps of the beach daily to update locals of shark activity on their website. Lake Macquarie lifeguard Paul Stone said the warning emerged after whale remains were discovered in the area. On Sunday we had two activations of the shark listening device out there at Redhead Beach, which is a little bit unusual, and that combined with a few pieces of whale remains washed up on, on the southern end of Redhead Beach yesterday morning and another sighting yesterday afternoon. Police made an arrest over an armed robbery on a Mayfield service station on Thursday. A man wearing a blue cap entered the 7-Eleven on Maitland Road at the corner of Edith Street just before 12.30 and allegedly threatened the male attendant with a knife, ordering him to open the cash register. The attendant then retreated to a back office and the man fled. Police said they've since arrested a man in connection with the incident.
It was revealed on Thursday, Walls End Bali 9 drug mill Renee Lawrence is expected to be arrested when she arrives in Sydney next week. Police said the 41-year-old is wanted on outstanding warrants relating to a high-speed chase in a stolen car during 2005 on the Central Coast. However, by the time Lawrence was due to face court, she'd been arrested in Bali along with eight other Australians over the attempted trafficking of 8.2 kilos of heroin to Australia. Hopes of the Hunter hosting the Women's Rugby World Cup in 2021 were dashed this week, with World Cup officials choosing New Zealand instead following a vote in Dublin. The tournament would have injected millions of dollars into the Hunter's economy, with 11 teams staying in the region and the final being held at McDonald Jones Stadium. Chief Executive of Rugby Australia, Raylene Castle, said a last-minute pitch to World Rugby bosses failed to sway their vote. We know that we put a compelling case together and the presentation went well, but unfortunately uh, we didn't get the votes on the day. A man faced court on Friday charged with drug and firearms offences following a vehicle stop at New Lambton. Officers from Strikeforce Raptor stopped a car on Newcastle Road on Wednesday night and allegedly found a revolver in the waistband of a 23-year-old man. They said a search of the car uncovered a shotgun and ammunition. A subsequent search of a New Lambton home allegedly uncovered more firearms, ammo, drugs and cash. The 23-year-old was charged with 10 offences while a woman driving the car has been released pending further inquiries. With under a week left until flights take off from Williamtown to New Zealand, Newcastle Airport said they're as prepared as they can be for the new undertaking. It comes just after Williamtown was named Australian Airport of the Year for excellence across operations and development. Airport CEO Peter Cox said airport staff tried out new international check-ins. Some of our volunteers and staff actually pretended to be passengers and they, they were all given roles to play. So some of them were was the difficult passenger and some of them had to do all various other things and they actually went right through the border processing so they tested all the systems and that's just really to make sure all the little all the little finer details are thought about. And the Greens on Friday announced their federal candidate for the seat of Newcastle. Dr John McKenzie is in the running for the position the second time he's been nominated for the role. The councillor for Newcastle said our city has a bright future with renewable energy. Newcastle is in a state of fairly significant transition as we move from historical dependence on the coal industry into renewable energy and into a clean energy future. And that's going to require real evidence and, and clear planning on behalf of government to make that transition in a way that we don't have people losing their jobs and we have industry development at the same time to make sure that our our local economy remains strong.